Hi, and welcome to the Ready to Talk podcast. I am your host, Trixie, aka The Thoughtful Beast. Our episode today features my very good friend, Marissa Rojas, who I absolutely love. She is here to talk about self-love after a breakup. It's such a great topic because breakups can really mess with your head and your heart, and I really think you guys are going to enjoy this one, so let's listen. Cool. Well, thanks for having me, Trixie. Um, I'm Marissa. I am a filmmaker based here in San Diego. I have a YouTube channel where I make videos about self-love and personal development, and my big dream is to direct movies and, and stuff like that and just tell it from this perspective of a queer Filipino female. And that's that's me. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Chris <laughs> uh, is really talented. She's very talented. <sighs> tell us a little about, you know, a little more okay. into your content. Okay. For sure, yourself. for sure. Okay, so I've been on YouTube, like, in terms of, like, at least posting consistently, if that you want to call it that, um, for maybe a little over, let's say a year and a half. And before uh, the events, <laughs> my breakup, <laughs> I, I was still doing pretty much like personal development, lifestyle design kind of content, because I've always been kind of a personal development development person like I just I'm always trying to improve myself in like a lot of areas whether it's my craft or just like my health or just like my productivity so I like talking about that the creators that I watch talk about that kind of stuff so I was inspired by that and it kind of shifted more towards like it's still personal development but more focusing on like self-love and self-care because going through a breakup that those two things are super important to get you back to the amazing person that you are and always will be. It's just, you have to remind yourself how to get there. Like, I honestly had like the shift in my content literally maybe like a week into my breakup because I'm like, oh, um, maybe I should make stuff about self-love because that's what I need right now most. Mm-hmm. So tell, do you mind telling us a little bit about the breakup? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, It's been like eight months, so it's... I can talk about it now without getting super emotional, <laughs> which is good. Um, yeah, uh, I was in a two-year relationship with my first girlfriend, my first relationship ever. Um, as a queer person, I'm sure if there's other queer people that watch this, like we are late bloomers when it comes to having that first relationship, especially people of my age. I'm 25, almost 26. So like we didn't really get to do that in high school, unfortunately, but Thankfully, here in 2020, it's a little bit more safe for for young teens to have those relationships in high school. So, yeah, I had my first relationship. We were together from the time I was 23 to 25. Um, And really, like, first love and first heartbreak, no matter whether you're you're queer, you're heterosexual, whoever, like, it's hard because you have never, for one, experienced love, like romantic love, and two, like, you've never experienced heartbreak. Or, um, yeah, so, like, just understanding that this is my first experience with the highs of, of first love to the lows of the first heartbreak, and it was just, like, super hard. And I'm sure anyone can relate to, like, your first heartbreak was probably the hardest to get through because you had never gone through that before. And when it comes down to, like, why we broke up, for one, like, again, it was our first relationship, 
we had lots to learn, not only about being in a relationship, but also about ourselves. And that's how I see it now. Um, and I'm sure Tracy will talk, talk, ask me more about it, but how I see it now is that it's just more of we grew apart rather than together. We wanted different things and it really just comes down to we were no longer aligning as people. So unfortunately, our romantic relationship uh, fell apart. And yeah, that's that's where I am now. And that's how I understand and I see it now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, so like, I think, like, again, like, you're like, yes, it was your first heartbreak and you're like slightly older, but like, mm -hmm. because like yeah, your first heartbreak, like, that's intense. Yeah. It's, like, I want yeah. I, I, I to ask you about like, you know, you said like, oh, maybe I should shift my content to self-love. And I just feel mm -hmm. like, what like a mature like <laughs> a mature decision because it's like you know like to be fair a lot of us are just gonna be like I'm gonna go crawl into my bed <laughs> for four months or like I'm gonna be you know some people get really mad and they don't know how to deal mm -hmm. with that like I feel like I feel like you making the choice to like I'm gonna put this into my content and make it about self-love because that's what yeah. I need I'd actually like like love to ask you about like how you like was that like an easy choice like did you did you feel us? Whoa, hello. My phone is on well, for some reason. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Did you like Everybody. feel a certain way? Like, was that like an easy choice and that's automatically what you did? Or was there um, some sort of like, ah, like yeah, before that yeah. happened? Honestly, like now that I look back at it, like everything is like, you know, I'm so far removed from like that initial pain and just heartache that I am actually really surprised about how I reacted because I was in so much pain and like I went through kind of the stages that a lot of people go through when you are heartbroken and like broken up with for the first time like I went through like denial there was a point in time where I was like I just like wanted to get her back and I thought that that was possible and then a lot of like self-blame and like again like this was like maybe two weeks after the breakup where I think I was like on my way to like Long Beach for a family thing and I was listening to like songs, songs that I had listened to like before I even met my my ex. And I think it's because like I didn't want to associate anything with her because like I didn't want any reminder. And like it kind of just reminded me of the time before I met my ex and just like how confident I was in that time in my life and like realizing that I need to get back there. Obviously, it's going to be different, but I need to get back to that version of Marissa because like the Marissa that was broken up with and like you know had this relationship and was like not that person like I realized like I had lost myself in this relationship and I needed to get back to that so I was like yeah why not I make content about that because again I was already kind of watching personal development content but I was like we need to focus on like more of like the heart of it the self-love portion of it that I think is not talked about as much or at least from the the lens of a heartbreak especially out of a heartbreak so yeah, I surprised myself is what, it, yeah. Yeah. And that's like amazing because like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't think self-love after a heartbreak is like talked about a lot. It's mm -hmm. more just like, how do we like <laughs> move on? Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Or like how, again, like, oh, hello everyone. <laughs> hello, yeah. Elizabeth. Um, and hey, Rich. Um, What's up? <laughs> I'm not even seeing this chat. You you can go oh, to comments. I didn't know that you could comment. I'm gonna tell you that now. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
like go to the side of your thing like do you yeah. have it on your suit like it should be there let me see i'm gonna just um sorry we're learning together we're learning i'm listening though i can but yeah like i i feel like usually what's talked about is like how do you get over this person like let's yeah. badmouth yeah. this person or like let's let's like and, and I mean, this is self-care too, like having your friends over and getting back to them and stuff. But I feel like addressing personally yourself, like being yeah. like, I recognizing, like, I need to learn how to love myself again. Like, I mean, it is said, but it's not right. Cause there's mm -hmm. like movies, like, you know, how Stella got her groove back. I don't know if you remember that. Like that, I didn't even watch that movie, but that's basically what it's <laughs> like. It's like a breakup thing and her trying to find like herself again. Um, but like, I don't know, like I, I, I still feel like, even though like it's been in movies and stuff like that, it's always like in this dramatized, like fantastical way, where it's just going to be like, oh my God, you're going to go on this amazing trip with your girlfriends. Yeah. And obviously you're all rich because you can afford yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, 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 I'm just going to go to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you're just like, oh, like, like find a man. Like, great. Like, I don't have money for that. If I did, yeah. I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But so, like, you know, um, yeah, I don't think self love in like a more everyday situation is really yeah. true. And like yeah. knowing that, I feel like a lot of times it turns into like yearning for other things. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, what is actually, um, I would love to know, like, what is the first self-love video that like you put out on YouTube? What was that about? <laughs> Can I check? Because <laughs> I don't even know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, that was good. That's good. You check and I'm just going to say hi to people in the chat. Yeah, let me see. Um, Rich says here, I'm also going to, look, we can show the comment. When am I the next on the Thoughtful therapy session? <laughs> therapy session? Okay. Hey, yo, this is not a therapy session because I am not a licensed professional, but <laughs> I thought I actually messaged you. <laughs> I thought I already actually messaged you and asked you if you wanted to come next, come on the show next week. But if I did it, yeah, Rich, Rich, then that's when next week. <laughs> okay, I found it. Um, it was the first self-love video I made. It was a find a personal project. It's like YouTube was kind of my personal project, like since now I had all this time on my hands because I was single, I am single. Uh, I was like, let me do YouTube. And but it was more of just like, honestly, at that point in time, it was like a distraction. But also like, I went from like making 16 vlogs, I saw so much like improvement in my just like overall mental health. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Was like actually doing those things i wasn't just like meditating and like not doing it like i was doing those things every, <laughs> you know <laughs> so it was like not only make in make videos but also doing the practices like honestly like my healing that month of that was october 2019 like it was skyrocketed because i had a project to do but also i was like let me get back to the basics of self-care and yeah yeah so you see that banner down there everyone like her youtube is there and you can see like her whole like all her self-love videos it's there it's there and it's scrolling so you know <laughs> check her out like subscribe and like and do all that fun stuff <laughs> um, yes but yeah like uh, i remember that month obviously i remember that month <laughs> that long ago um 
but it was interesting because like you you know each episode was about trying something new for yourself yeah yeah um and so i do want to ask you like what were some of like your favorite ones or what are some of the ones that like helped you the most do you feel oh cool yeah for sure um i like the meditating one i think meditation i know is so like it's so like trendy now like i don't hate them sound make it sound like that but i think it feel like it kind of is so like the people who haven't meditated feel like oh whatever like you're just gonna tell me this buddha shit like like no <laughs> like it literally is not that like it's literally just taking time not being like overstimulated like if you just want to look at it like that like I, I call it stillness in my day like i have a habit tracker where i do like i do move still write and read i think so still is just like whether I'm actually doing like a guided meditation or if I literally just like go outside on my porch and just sit for like five minutes and not look at my phone and not like do anything and just like breathe and be a person. Um, but yeah, meditation is like that one. I liked how I shot it. That was a good one. Um, Before you move on, I want to talk yeah. about meditation a little bit. So um, yeah. yesterday you were, you were here. <laughs> Yesterday, when I was talking to Michelle, we were talking about meditation too, and how like meditation um, can be, you know, it can be different things. Because yeah, like a lot of people think meditation is one thing. Like a lot of people yeah, just think yeah. it's like um, and like that's all. But there's so many different forms of meditation. Like I love the fact that one of your ways to meditate yeah. was just sit outside and just be a person. Um, that's great because it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's cool. Like, cause sometimes mm -hmm. like I, I know I get frustrated with meditation because I'm like, it's hard and I can't do this, but I'm like, but I can sit outside and just try to like breathe. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, cause like meditation is exactly. perfect because it's a skill. And then also like Michelle mm -hmm. yesterday was talking about how like for her editing is a sort of meditation because it's yeah, so pleasant I that. and one mm -hmm. mindful that she's just like, yeah, and she's yeah. in the zone and there aren't any other things coming yeah. in. So, yeah. yeah, there's definitely different types of meditation. Yeah. Um, there's those things I said yesterday that like I like physical meditation. So things like yoga and stuff, because mm -hmm. my mind do does wander. And if there's a physical aspect, like I will pay attention more. Like I yeah. like lifting heavy weights because I have to pay attention more. And this is all <laughs> I'm going to pay attention to. So yeah. I do not hurt my own body. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely, yeah, I agree with that. Like I resonate with the editing as like, a meditative practice because it definitely is like and I, I feel like it's just one of those things where like meditation again I try to frame it so like people who have never done it before it's kind of more like digestible and not so like again like woo woo I guess some people will call it it's just like it literally is just I guess call it like single tasking like people are so like people don't single task anymore so yeah. editing you can't multitask you have to focus on what you're doing otherwise you're not gonna get anything done um, but yeah, like, it, as you said, like yoga, doing weightlifting, like, if you're not focusing on what you're doing, you're gonna hurt yourself. So you better just, yeah, buckle down, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely like that. Um, there are words like uh, that I learned from dialectical behavior therapy for like, they call it mindfulness versus meditation. They like, you mm -hmm. know, meditation would be a like a subset of mindfulness or a way to practice mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like, the three ways we would practice mindfulness would be one mindfully which would be you know like just doing the one thing and trying yeah. to stay at one thing yeah uh, 
crap. There's one monthly. Oh no. I know the third one is um non-judgmentally. So like yeah. when you're trying to like meditate or be mindful to not judge yourself about how like you're yeah. learning a new skill and you're being like, well, I suck at this. Um, yeah. like, that's not helpful. Like, yeah, no. you're gonna suck at it at first. Like there are barely any people who can sit here and just think nothing. Like that's that yeah. is not most of us. Most of us will have like a million thoughts like running. Um, and then oh, I think it's just like being present. Like, is mm-hmm. the other one, like, literally just being aware and present, like, being <laughs> open and actually in the moment is the other one. And I might be wrong, and I'll look it up tomorrow. But yeah, I'll correct <laughs> myself if I'm wrong tomorrow. Um, but, like, yeah, because that's how meditation needs to be. It, like, needs yeah. to be, like, one mindfully. Like, that's that's a great way to put it. Just try to do one thing at a time mm-hmm. is already hard itself. <clears throat> yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, well, what else did you like, Marissa? What else was helpful uh, for else, your breakup? What else was helpful? Um, I mean, I'm just looking through these because I'm like, what did I make? Uh, I had one where it was about expressing gratitude, and honestly, that was probably the most heavy one. And, like, I can, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, I can take myself to that moment and, like, feel, like, the heaviness. And, but, again, like, I'm so far removed that it doesn't, like, affect me, you know, terribly. But, like, it was just, like, a very heavy day. And I think just even before all this like gratitude is so powerful that people again underestimate it it's just like if you lean into being grateful for for you know even something as simple as like I got to eat mac and cheese to get a day <laughs> like I don't know then, I like it. I then like it's it. it just like again it, it takes you from like going into a dark place to you know you may not go to the light and exactly but it's just like keeping you out of that sludge of you know spiraling um and for me like gratitude is huge like instead of going into like rumination of like I should have done this I should have done that if I would have done this we'd still be together but it's like me doing like doing all that rumination and overthinking is like not going to change the fact that I'm not with my ex anymore so rather than that like let me just be grateful that I got to experience this two years with this person and like Again, that's a very hard place to get, but I had to train myself to get there. So just little things at a time, not even just things that were pertaining to like that relationship, but just in general um, is super huge. And it was like still a big thing to me today, especially like in such this, this weird time that we're in with, you know, sheltering in place now that is what the, the term is now, not social distancing because everyone should be at home, but <laughs> just being like grateful for for just the little things to the big things and making it a practice to whether you're writing it down or you're saying it out loud or if you're just thinking about the things that are grateful is very important yeah yeah gratitude like it's it's so hard like I have I have like not like not a bone to pick with gratitude yeah yeah, yeah. like the way that people handle gratitude individually can be so mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. like because I, I don't like I don't know about you and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to or like actually talk about it but like just like knowing like you know some people when they think of gratitude and having to make like a complete like self-love circle or like come full circle and have some peace they think like oh I need to be grateful like for 
like say like great not grateful that you had the love but grateful for the breakup because now it started oh, this whole like yeah. self-love thing yeah but I know some people think like that and some people don't some people like me are just more so like yeah I am glad that I felt that love but I'm not necessarily glad yeah the breakup. like unless you know it was a bad relationship yeah yeah oh no I definitely like it's again it's hard to like not 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 that it's hard to talk about but there's just so many nuances when it comes to like this and like I think just self-love in general and like breakups and healing is just like it's I can talk about all the ways that I did it but it's gonna look so different for someone else and I can you can take what resonates like you know the tips that I gave in my videos the tips that I'm gonna talk about you know in this hour but again like if it doesn't resonate don't think that like because you're not doing it, you're not going to heal. Cause like, you're going to find something that works for you. Or maybe you'll take something and adjust it that works for you. Cause I get it again. Like it's hard to talk about because I don't want someone to say like, this is the one way. Or like, if you're not thinking this way, then like you're doing it wrong. Cause like, I don't think there's any wrong way to do gratitude. Yeah, It's not making you feel like better than like, maybe you're doing wrong. But like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> people want to force things like gratitude yeah, like yeah i'm so because like it's it's not gratitude is not helpful if you're just going to be like i'm so grateful for this challenge i'm so grateful yeah, to yeah, be in yeah. quarantine i'm and like you're not actually yeah. grateful you're not grateful for things you have to be grateful about like you might yeah. be and if you genuinely yeah. are then great like i'm glad because that's going to help you but if you're just lying to yourself yeah, yeah. then it's like it's not it's not uh -huh. gonna help like you're gonna end up feeling bitter at yourself maybe <laughs> like yeah. try, you know like to try to force these feelings oh yeah like, for sure for yeah because sure. there's a difference uh, between like practicing gratitude and forcing it forcing <laughs> like, it yeah. yeah like it's that's why it's called a practice it's like and I think it goes back to like meditation and like mindfulness and like again something I've learned along this whole process is um Again, not to force anything. Like, for instance, like, we're in quarantine right now. We're at home and we can't leave our house and we can't go see our friends. But it's, like, instead of, like, sitting here and obviously it sucks. Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't suck because it does suck. But, like, I don't need to make it suck more by, like, making a problem out of it. Like, mm. if that makes sense, like, people, like, not people. <laughs> I shouldn't say generalize, But, like, I feel like just the human brain likes to, like, I use traffic as like a good example like when you're in traffic you being so like pissed off and like riding the tail of the person in front of you is not going to make the traffic go away so like might as well just like okay I'm traffic kind of sucks but I can like listen to my music and make the most of this commute you know I'd rather much rather do that than like just be angry yeah for <laughs> sure like it it's not going to make the situation better that's <laughs> like a great analogy right right <laughs> Yeah, it's like you honking is not gonna make traffic go no, faster if no. anything you might panic someone and then cause an accident and then traffic mm. is longer yeah it's like why make it worse for yourself like it sucks i'm not saying traffic's traffic sucks always but like you can not add to the suck is what i'm trying to say. <laughs> so if it's not it's not the bare if that's the bare minimum you can do in your day whatever this pertains to add to the suck I'm That's gonna, we're gonna quote Marissa Rojas. Don't add to the suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> oh 
I'm going to make a shirt for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Don't add to the suck. Someone remember right, this. I'm going to merch. Don't add to the like, suck. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian, take notes. <laughs> take notes. Okay. Okay. What's, what's another, what's another thing you did for self-love? <laughs> What's another self-love one? what else did i do i'm trying to think okay this is like not something i, I made a video about but i do want to show you guys if you can even see it oh let me turn my brightness down because you're not gonna be able to see it so oh, that's too that's too dark <laughs> i'm um, excited when i used to commute to an office in the good <laughs> days i honestly would record a voice memo on my commute so here and you're wondering, like, why, what, what would you talk about? So basically, this voice memo is more of, like... Show us a little longer. I'll show it again. Okay, yeah, voice memo. So, like, I mean, it's just voice memo in the voice memo. It's too... It's too... Oh, there you go. It's just in the voice memo app on any iOS device. I'm sure Android has a similar thing. And it's basically just, like, a verbal journal. And I would... I don't even know when I started doing it. I think it's just like, I would have these moments of just like revelation where I'm like, I should, I should record this. Cause it's like, this is some good ish. Like just like things I, ha I had, you know, in terms of like healing and all that. So I started doing like these daily voice memos and it's just really a way for me to check in. And I usually start with something that I'm grateful for. Um, again, big or small, but sometimes like, on the heavy days, because I still have heavy days, even though it's been eight months out, I will be like, I am feeling sad today. I'm feeling heavy today. I'll even go as far as like, I miss my ex more than I usually do today. And I will just say that out loud. And um, there are some times where it's like, I just fully accept. Well, not sometimes. I always try to fully accept it. Or even if not, I'll even say sometimes like, I'm frustrated that I feel this way. And it's just a way for me to just like, get it out and not let it sit in me like whether it's a heavy emotion or if I'm having a great day I'm going to talk about having a great day and I feel like it's just it's really just like self-talk I'm trying to get to it's like it's just me trying to find a way to talk to myself as if I'm my own best friend which I feel like I've gotten so much better at mm -hmm. it's a mixture of a lot of things so it's like a practice of gratitude a practice of self-talk um a practice of like affirmations and um, it's honestly, I feel like one of the biggest things I've done for myself, because I've done it like every single day, um, maybe not on weekends, but at least every single weekday. And again, it just helps me talk through my emotions, talk through my thoughts, and rather than like, just keep it in here, and letting it spiral. Um, yeah. yeah, it's so interesting, because like, words, like, and thoughts and emotions, I feel like, they're very powerful right mm -hmm. they're so so powerful and the thing is like if we let them stay in here they unfortunately turn into like a powerful negative thing mm -hmm. right because it mm -hmm. seems like it's something you're hiding even if it's a good thing because mm -hmm. if you still have this thing of like you're suppressing something yeah. that makes you yeah. happy like whether it's good or bad like if it stays on the inside it it just seems like for a lot of for most people it just seems to like be a net become like a hurtful thing and mm -hmm, then it's mm -hmm. so interesting how like literally just putting it out into the world verbally or written or whatever like be it becomes such a powerful positive thing yeah like yeah. whether it's like a release like it's self-validation mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like you said like self-talk and like you acknowledging your thoughts 
like and being like yeah like it's this is happening and mm-hmm. that's okay like it's totally fine <clears throat> but I feel really crappy about this today and this is a hard yeah. day yeah like it's so interesting how that's so powerful and the yeah. power can switch yeah. so much from in your head to outside. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah. Again, like I can't explain how powerful it is until like you do it for yourself. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, the reason why I smiled while you're talking because I read Rich's comments is hi, Marissa Rojas. And this is. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. No, yeah. Right. It's super, super powerful. Like I, I, when I started recording these voice memos is because I thought I would like revisit them and be like, I'm so, I'm so like woke. <laughs> like I could write a book. I give them like nice Buddha. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just kidding. But like, I, I don't, I, I, I like the thing is, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, like I, 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 the most powerful thing is that I record these. I have no intention of listening to them back. It's just the act of, yes, having that release and acknowledging the thoughts that I'm having, the feelings I'm having. It's so much easier for letting feelings pass through and, again, not judging myself for whatever I'm feeling, you know, but also, like, also acknowledging those feelings of frustration that I might have, too, because it's, like, just acknowledging that all because otherwise it's just going to get stuck here and here that's not good I don't need to carry things longer than I need to no so. and that that's a good realization you yeah on to things longer than you need to but a lot of yeah. us do that's yeah. why breakups can be so hard right because yeah. of learning how to let go of most of the stuff and most of it is like <laughs> your own hang-ups and your own fears about like what happened yeah for sure for sure yeah. <laughs> Okay, what actually, can I ask you actually, like, and you can pick, maybe just have to be the worst thing, but, like, what is something that you found really hard to let go, like, when it came to your breakup? Really hard to let go. Let's see. I think the hardest thing to let go, um, I want to say, like, it was just, like, the possibility of everybody getting back together, but I think in terms of just, like, that's helpful for a lot of people because I feel like that's a not that it's other ones not universal but like I feel like self-blame is very hard to like overcome um again context with my breakup is that like we ended on good terms and I I do that in quotes because like good terms seems so like nebulous if you don't know it's just like we ended in terms of like I still very much care about her and I know she still much very much cares about me and there's a mutual respect there so like there was nothing in terms of like no betrayal or no like malicious acts so it's just like you're left kind of like wondering what could I have done to prevent this what could have I done you know differently and you know obviously to extent that's good to ask so like you don't carry certain behaviors into your next relationship but like I really thought like it was my whole fault that our relationship ended and um that's really harmful because it's like it makes you it made me feel like I wasn't enough and that I was not lovable and, you know, so on and so forth. And just like, it makes you just feel just kind of like worthless. And that was very hard for me to get over. It took me, like, I feel like that's what made it so painful. Like not, I think a brain, breakups are obviously painful, but like that self-blame was more of a suffering. And like, 
you don't need to suffer. Like it's okay to feel pain. That's part of the experience. But sometimes our suffering is like self-inflicted. And um, of course, like it's not your fault. It's totally human to like feel this way and like want to take on the whole blame of a relationship ending, which I unfortunately did. Um, but yeah, it was just like, again, a combination of time and understanding that relationships, whether romantic, platonic, it's a two-way street. It takes two to make a, a relationship and it takes two to break a relationship. Oh, yes. Yeah. So okay. like, I, I, instead of, you know, going full force, like it was all my fault. And again, time and, you know, with all the practices that I mentioned that I've been doing, I realized like, hey, like, yeah, there are some things that I made mistakes. Like I wasn't perfect. She wasn't perfect. Um, we both did things that contributed to the end of our relationship, but it wasn't just me. And it doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of being in a relationship. The fact, like the fact of the matter is I was in a relationship. So like me thinking that I'm unlovable is like, um, but weren't you just in a relationship, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's such a good point. Right? 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 Like, oh, I'm worth nothing. It's just like, someone like, saw your worth. Like, yeah. and just because it's over, does it take away that worth? Yeah, oh it doesn't take that away. Yeah, exactly. I want to make that actually the segue into this comment. Oh yeah, do it. Yeah. Because it kind of has to do with that. The codependency yeah. is always the hardest for me to let go. Yeah. Because like, like that, like the worth, like your worth, like mm-hmm. and your like self-worth and your being able to be lovable actually has to do with like codependency right like mm-hmm. you feel like you mm-hmm. have to be with this person or mm-hmm. you are nothing yeah yeah like and I Ooh. feel like yeah like codepend oh god codependency is just like it is so difficult and that is something where you know like lots of relationships they don't have to be romantic relationships you know like familial relationships like codependency can be an issue like you know like kind of mm-hmm. thing where you like mm-hmm. you literally like need each other mm-hmm. to function like should not be a thing but sometimes we build our relationships that way and like I think I mean I'm going to talk about myself because yeah. I'm not going to be like other people you did this but like I know nice. like I was yeah, yeah. like I had like really bad like codependency <clears throat> issues in some of like my really bad relationships where it's just like not bad well, some of them were bad, but like in relationships that was unhealthy. Cause it's like for what, in one of them, like I was the other person's whole world. Right. Like, yeah. Like yeah. I was their everything. And like, they made their schedule around me. Like everything was around me. And like, I, I needed them because I was actually like really messed up. And I was like reeling and riddled with mental illness. And it was like, and I was really young. This is when I was like, in high school. So like, it's, it sucks because I'm not saying like I didn't love this person or anything but like the way when I look at that like at least like you know and I can't exactly say what was happening for the other person but like Mm -hmm. from the outside at least or like from what I was looking at like we had this really unhealthy aspect of a relationship going on because we needed each other like way too much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I really didn't Mm -hmm. think that I could I could go I I literally thought like I couldn't I was not going to be able to make it without this person Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like straight up and I know like a lot of people say that with love like you know if I lost you then I would be like lost forever and everything Mm -hmm. would be bad but I'm like that's not a healthy thing no that's not romantic at all (laughs) no and it's 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 displayed though it's showed like in movies and stuff like as like their most romantic thing like 
Romeo and Juliet. Like I hate Romeo and Juliet, and I me too. Honestly, I have to. Yes. Like I've always hated it, even though I've definitely again, like I just said, I was like codependent in a relationship. Like I've definitely done it, <laughs> but like, like it's not. It's really not romantic. Like if mm-hmm. you like you need to be able to like stand up on your own and actually love yourself and see your worth outside of another person. Yeah. Because yeah. if not, you start giving like your like your self-respect like I I don't want to say power but kind of like your power you know what I mean like your responsibility your ability to do things like away because you're just putting it at the hands of this other person and Mm -hmm. the other person is also throwing theirs back at you Mm -hmm. and you're just like I know a lot of people see like oh well we got each other's back then but I'm like or you can't deal with your own stuff and now like it's all just in between you up in the air yeah yeah like oh god (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, pretending sure. that it's okay like yeah it can be a lot yeah it, yeah it is hard like yeah like it's definitely it's hard to look back and like realize that like I was in that place I definitely was in that place and just like understanding that I totally like lost myself in that relationship and again I don't blame her I don't blame myself it's just like the nature of relationships it's very easy to, to fall into that hello everyone and I th- remember I can't I, see who's entering from like the I don't know either. I don't know either. I have to like close my other window because I'm like, oh no, my computer's slowing down. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, you <laughs> But yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it is like, like you said, like it's hard to like look back and be like, ooh, yeah. girl, that was yeah. Me. Yeah, that was me. Or how did how did I get to to that place? But again, going back to like to stop like shaming yourself or blaming yourself, it's like these are very human things it's just like unfortunate this is like no one teaches there's no class on like relationships you know there really isn't you know unless you go you know and it's like especially like for me in my case it was like my first one so it's like my first experience and I didn't have the foresight that I do now you know and the hope is that I do better in my next relationship and I have all confidence that I will do better in my next relationship and not you know, get lost in a person and get lost in a relationship. Or, yes. Ah, you- well, there is sex ed. That's not relationship ed. Not- <laughs> sex. <laughs> oh my God, this is a good one. What about letting go of pictures, videos, social media posts, and memories with that person? Um. So this one is like, I feel like it's a very personal thing. Uh, And, and like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, what not to do. Uh. I would say the best thing, especially that first, let's say, and this is so arbitrary, honestly, like two months, don't, you should not have any reminders of them. It's just going to make it fucking worse. Sorry, I shouldn't cuss. Oh, you can curse. It's can I fine. cuss? I think it's fine. <laughs> Rich okay. said it's fine, so um, it's fine. <laughs> I would just like, okay, okay, cool. Um, Instagram, like, archive them if you don't have the heart to like delete delete archive them if you have photos on your phone back them up and don't have them on your phone um memories i literally first day everything that her clothes her pictures went into a drawer they're still in that drawer and i need to find a way to get rid of it and not have it in my energy space but yeah i i would just say like any reminders like it's really once a breakup happens, 
and I know it's hard for people to get here, but like your priority is you. I know you miss that person. I know you still love them, but like you need to get detox of them. It's like, it's honestly is like addiction, like drug addiction, like drug, getting off a drug. Like I have read all the articles. I've watched all the videos. Literally your body is responding as if you are um, going and drawing. Yeah, withdrawing from like cocaine or like heroin, like hard drugs. So don't have it in the like you wouldn't have like alcohol in the house if you were an alcoholic. So <laughs> don't have any reminder of your ex if you're going through a breakup as much as you can. And I know that's hard, like easier said than done, but I would tell my past self, like, dude, you gotta stop. Like, no, any reminders for is not it's not gonna be good for you in the long run. Yeah. You know, the pain and the heartache yeah for sure because like also like because I know there are people who are just like well I should be strong enough to like mm-hmm. handle mm-hmm. looking at this person but yeah. like this is not the time for that also it's like that that's not necessarily a test of your strength because no. it might just become you self-torturing yourself yeah. and, like <laughs> forcing yourself like you know looking at a picture and just being like why aren't I strong enough to be over this now I'm like that's not helpful <laughs> like you just broke up with someone like that's not a test of strength you're just torturing yourself for being yeah. human at that point yeah. yeah 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 like and like yeah like what she said like honestly like I I would think like that's the best thing too especially 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 if you're coming out of a relationship where this pu- person was like hurtful and abusive towards you mm-hmm. because like you know like I don't know maybe not everyone else. I know there are some people who are just like well why would you ever be with someone who's like abusive towards you it's just like it's 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 not a simple answer yeah it's like, not there are answers to that question and like as much you know as I hope like no one would have to be like that and everyone would see like I've been in an abusive relationship you don't see it you don't see it and even when you do see it like at least for me like you try to push it away Mm-hmm. because you're just like no 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 like again the codependency like I need this I need this person like it's gonna mm-hmm. be okay and I've like gone through worse so it's like fine but it's not fine so you know especially if you were in an abusive relationship you really need to take that away because I actually feel like yeah like with Marissa was saying with like addiction right like this person was hurtful to you this thing hurts you but also there was like so much like love and good things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um like yeah you're gonna want to go back to it like that's a normal human thing yeah like it it is it's a human thing and like even out of like um even for a lot of abusive relationships it takes a person leaving multiple times for them to finally leave permanently Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and it's not a weakness thing it's like this is human nature yeah yeah so you gotta like give yourself like the best chance you have which is yeah like letting go of like all the picture stuff like cutting communication Mm -hmm. like those Mm -hmm. are like things that can really help you out of the get-go which like marissa said like way easier said yeah way easier said than done for sure but you know if you can get yourself to do that or like reach out for help and be like oh my god marissa i just broke up with like you need to come to my house and take this away you know yeah yeah like you can get help that way and that's totally fine yeah if you need someone to do it for you then like is all you need then then yeah yeah I think sometimes there's too much stress on being like I need to do this by myself yeah like because it's like yeah some things you do need to do alone but also you need Mm -hmm. to give yourself like credit for like even asking for help Mm -hmm. because a lot of people won't yeah yeah for sure 
Um, Marissa, what is one of like the actual, is there like an easy self-love thing or that, is there one of the things that you did that you thought was like, oh, this is easy to implement into my life? Like for any of your self-love practices? Sorry, again, because you kind of cut out for me. Oh, sorry. Is, is there any like self-love Oh my, practice? you're cutting out. Oh. Uh... Uh, okay, I think you're good. I think you're good. <laughs> was there any part of your self-love practices that you actually found really easy to integrate into your life like what are some really easy like quote unquote easy stuff that you would recommend people like starting so, with Ooh, this is um okay i'm not i'm very a low maintenance girl but i bought myself makeup for like the first time in forever and just like again going back to like meditation but like and it literally takes me 10 minutes to do my makeup, like not even, but like putting on my eyebrows, putting on my blush and putting on my chapstick. Like that was so good for me. Cause like, for one, it's like a practice. Like I have to pay attention to what I'm doing or else I'm going to fuck up my face. <laughs> but two, like, like, I don't know, like this is just a whole other thing, but part of self-love is also loving the way that you look and, you know, feeling good in your own skin. And like that helped me because it's like I, especially like after breakup, you feel like you're not hot anymore. <laughs> so like, which honey you are. So stop, stop thinking that you're not. Um, so like that was honestly like it's a, a such a little thing, but like I would be so proud of myself sometimes, like just getting up and going to work, and like you know getting ready and like feeling like well I'm like a I'm not stuff whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah really but like it it does a lot it goes a long way like you know it doesn't have to make up like buy yourself a new pair of shoes go get yourself a new haircut like people always like make a stereotype like oh she went to a breakup she just cut her hair off like okay I guess but also it's like sometimes it's the physical act of change and like not only just change but like if you want to try something new and you like my, that hairstyle looked really good on me when I had it two years ago. I'm going to do it again. Like anything, again, anything that will make you feel more yourself and just like good, do it. Like, just do it. Yeah. Cause there yeah. is a, there is a physical aspect to self-love. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. there is like you being able to like look in the mirror and be like, Hey girl, you look good. Like that, yeah. that is really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think like attempts made, to like do it like yeah that should be encouraged like and mm -hmm. that's not the same as like quote unquote like you know that's not the same as like being super shallow and being like stuck mm -hmm. in the mirror forever and like all mm -hmm. you do is like at yourself but like it's a it's a good thing when you like how you look or you like yeah. something you wear because it makes you confident like you can't mm -hmm. ignore that physical aspect of yeah. like self-love and self-confidence and it's just like also like what Marissa said right she's answering like what's an easy thing you can do sometimes it's easier to start from outside going in yeah yeah because like oh, yeah yeah for sure it's like I go ahead sorry I just kept wanting to say this earlier but I didn't your eyebrows look amazing by the way oh thank you <laughs> see like I did them I did them before because I'm like I gotta look good <laughs> sorry go on I just have been really wanting to no, say that thing because I'm like, I've been my staring mom, at them yeah. and being like do they look super good thank you my mom is super proud too but she's like oh my god like you actually do your eyebrows now I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's 
Yeah, for sure. Like, especially just like that first, I would say again, like two, three months, it's hard. It's so hard. You're just going to feel a lot of pain and sadness. So if you like can have something tangible, AKA that new outfit, those eyebrows, that haircut, then it's just like, again, it gets you into the mood of like, you know, adjusting to this new life because it is a new life without this person, you know, you have to, um, make new routines and like understand and like kind of come back to yourself. Especially just like in, in such in my situation, it's like, you know, I feel like I lost a lot of myself in that relationship and just getting back to a version of Marissa that I could be proud of for sure. Yeah. And again, like a lot of Marissa's self tips, like they are like, a lot of them are like inside going out and like, those are way important. Like, yeah, those are so important, but also like, please do not like discount like the little things that you can do for self-love like giving yourself a manicure and stuff like those things are important too they're important Mm -hmm. they're super important there is a question do you think people can overcome betrayal and allow themselves to trust and find love again do you want to answer first do you want me to go first um yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, I have to preface this as like I'm not that I'm a complete and total just like optimism all the time. I'm a realist with like a touch of optimism. I say yes, but also again with most things that we talk about in this hour is that it's easier said than done. Um, and I don't know if I'm like exactly the person to talk on this. Like again, like there wasn't betrayal. I mean. I guess you could say there was a little bit, but like not, not, no one cheated on anyone. So like, I don't know if I could speak to it exactly. Um, I will speak to like the trusting and finding love again. And again, it's going to sound super kind of woo woo, but like I have had to learn that the love that I experience right now in the future and in the past, like always started with me like if I did not not saying like you have to love yourself like okay that's gets into like you know but like you have to even if you're not totally like I'm 100% loving my loving on myself right now like understanding that you deserve love is super important to even receive it because it's like it's almost like an, an open and closed door if you just like I want love I want love but like you have that door closed and it's like bruh it's not gonna come in <laughs> <laughs> I tried to explain it. No, I like that. You lock the door. Yeah, like, no one can come in. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make a joke of it, but it's it does like at some point has to start with you. And again, it's like, and I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to fully be healed or like fully be like self-love guru for you to like find love again, but you just have to be open to it and on your way towards that place where you are good with yourself I think is what I'm trying to say you know because because that way like you're not reaching for someone to give that to you whether it's love validation security whatever it is because that's just set you up for a whole mess of problems yeah 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 so um first I want to address like the word betrayal because I think Mm -hmm betrayal usually for breakups a lot of people think cheating which Mm -hmm. yes 
like of course that's a betrayal mm-hmm. but then there's also like betrayal of, like expectations and just mm-hmm. like betrayal of like my trust right like because it can be like example <laughs> this ever happened to me but like it can be like monetary like say like um say for example like my boyfriend and I right now like say we were like we agreed to just be like yeah we're going to share 50% of our income and put it to a pot and that's our like our own stuff but like say I find out like later he's actually been only giving me like 20% or something like you know and like I've been having to pick up the slack like some kind of things like that like that's a betrayal you know like that's a betrayal of trust you think you're making a life together and then you realize like someone's not actually giving what they agreed to Mm-hmm. right because what you guys agree to in a relationship is like definitely up to each individual mm-hmm. but like the fact that like you know people need to keep their word in a relationship and having that trust betrayed whether it's like financial or just like a like a a secret that like put people in danger <laughs> I'm just thinking of this because I watched <laughs> a movie Did, I watched this movie called Dismissed where Cole Sprouse is like the sociopath killer <gasps> and like this so I just spelled spoiled things, but yeah. Anyways, you should watch it. It's really funny. I it's know not funny. Right. it's great, <laughs> but like, seems, yeah. There is um the you know the guy the the main hero. He wasn't telling his wife what was happening, but I was like, someone's after you. <laughs> like that's dangerous. Yeah. Anyway, so it can be like that, you know, like keeping things from people. Basically, like when someone keeps things from you, and it like definitely affects your life like that is a betrayal as well and I think maybe in a general sense like people have felt that more um I (laughs) I think I've been cheated on like it's really weird like I was like like in the abusive relationship I was in I was pretty sure I was being cheated on um Mm -hmm. but whatever so um allowing yourself to trust and find love again I think is very it is possible. Like I am like Marissa, but I'm a realist and I don't have a touch of optimism. I'm trying to, because I think as a coping mechanism for life, like you you do better when you're optimistic, honestly, like when you're optimistic, you do better in life, like in terms of like being able to cope with things. So I'm trying to put that shoe on my foot. Um, But in in a very realist sense, (laughs) like you can, like you can find that way. It's just hard work. Like with what Marissa was doing, you know, yeah. like she launched herself into like every other day in October, right? Every other day, yeah, every, every other day. day in October, she posted a vlog about self-love and doing that, which meant that she was like every day, like practicing self-love, thinking about self-love and like, that's hard work. And to like, just let go of like what we said to like, let go of that blame on yourself. Like that is hard work. But these are the steps you do to allow yourself to trust and find love again. Because the thing is, like, once you build trust and, and strength within yourself, it's easier to trust other people. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, like, you're you're gonna you're gonna the, I guess the pinnacle or whatever, like you know where you want to reach the top where you want to reach is kind of like, whatever happens, I'm going to be okay because mm-hmm. I have myself and I know I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. And so like everything else after that, like is extra, like extra love or like, yeah, like an extra person in your life, like you can build a life, you can build a life with them, but knowing that no matter what, you're going to be okay. Like, I feel like is 
is at least what I try to hold on to. Yeah, for sure. Like, and that way it can be okay because like love is hard. Like even like in healthy relationships, like you have to work that love and you have to not lose yourself. I've definitely been like Marissa where I've like, yeah, I definitely lost myself in that relationship. (laughs) Like I've done that multiple (laughs) times. So like, (laughs) like it, I definitely feel like, again, like this is why I had Marissa on because like that self-love aspect of it as I is really how I feel how you can get to allowing yourself to trust and love again because you have to trust and love yourself and again like what she's been saying the whole time like like knowing that like you deserve love and opening that unlocked door (laughs) bruh (laughs) like unlock it and open it leave it ajar (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I, I mean I do I really do think it's possible it's just very much hard work and working on yourself a lot and then like learning learning from like the mistakes you made like um Mm -hmm. like basically like one big mistake I kept making over and over again is not setting boundaries Mm. with people and like and saying expectations and things that and you know a lot of people don't like to do this right because you're just like well we're in a relationship of course you're supposed to do this but it's just like no 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 you have to say it out loud (laughs) like oh yeah you have to say it out loud like and I know a lot of people don't like this because like it's like well it's not romantic then this person should know and I'm like uh no one can actually read your mind yeah like that's mind reading and it really if anything will lead you to more disappointment (laughs) if anything at least you will be disappointed not and like it and more often than not everyone in this situation will be disappointed when you start mind reading and assuming or expecting Mm -hmm. other people to read your mind yeah yes um yeah, I mean, I know we're, one sec, I'm just gonna grab something that I want to share with you guys. Okay, so I'll just keep talking about this. <laughs> um, but it's true, like, setting boundaries, setting expectations, like, even, like, in the beginning. Okay. Like, I'm back, sorry. Okay, go. Oh, oh wait, sorry, no, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's um, up? Like, even in the beginning of relationships, like, sometimes people ask me, like, how do I, like, how do I find out if we're exclusive or not and I'm like you gotta ask yeah I gotta ask but you're like and then you know people feel weird about it I'm like no 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 you need to ask yeah because if you act like you're exclusive and they're not because they didn't think you were exclusive you're the one who's going to be reeling from that not them and that's not their fault because you never really talked about it you can't like assume things the same way even if you meet this person and you're just like oh my god we're so the same we're so similar da, 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 da. like it doesn't matter because you don't have the same mind like you, yeah. you don't so yeah. you just need to ask yeah. don't be afraid to be direct especially you mm-hmm. i'm sorry but like it is just because it's like we're not we're not taught to be direct about stuff like that especially in relationships so the guy has to do it like no <laughs> do you know how confusing it is in like a lesbian relationship <laughs> it's fucking confusing <laughs> but you gotta be direct oh man oh my god okay show us what you were to show us <laughs> okay so i mean i know like we're we're winding down i you talked about like making assumptions and all that never make assumptions like not just in relationships just just like anything that has to pertain with like another person like making assumptions is just like a you're going down a road you don't want to go so like I suggest you read the four agreements this is just um a good 
not even just like heartbreak book, but just like for life and just looking at life. It's it's very short. It's good read. Oh, this one this one is definitely more about it's so bright heartbreak kind of healing book. It's called Inward. It's by Young Pueblo. This is so good. Even if you just look him up on on Instagram, he he posts a lot of his his writing there. So even if you don't want to spend ten dollars, his name is Young Pueblo. Um, I follow him because you follow yeah, him. Is yeah, his this is like so good. And like you'll, it's just little poems and stuff like that. So you'll get through it really fast. I have like every page dog eared because it's that good. Um, and then I also have a podcast that I listen to and honestly has changed my life. It's called Unfuck your brain <laughs> um if you just search it in like apple or podcast or on um spotify whatever you have you'll find it it has a pink thumbnail i don't know what you call it <laughs> it's very it's very good again it's like i like it definitely has helped me manage my mind better because i feel like it's really the mind that like gets you in trouble when it comes to like pain and stuff like you're gonna feel it physically like heartbreak is such a physical experience as well as like mental emotional but when it comes down to like the rumination and the self-blame and just all the you know self-worth stuff like being able to like know what thoughts are like helpful and what thoughts are just like yo you're you're you know this is coming from something else and we just need to rework this a little bit um explains a lot better than I do because she actually does coaching on thought work and all that <laughs> but yeah um sorry you want to close it it's already no, 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 no go 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 please keep talking. um um I guess my like closing like remark is just more of uh self-love and and healing from a heartbreak is definitely a day-by-day thing take it one day at a time um everything that we talked about is easier said than done um with self-love you have to put in the legwork every single day it's not just an overnight process and it's not there's no destination when it comes to self-love because like your life whether it's like a new job a new relationship end of a relationship you move like there's always going to be new things that you have to navigate so finding ways to love yourself no matter the situation is hard but it's like i honestly think it's the work that is the most meaningful and probably the most important work that you're going to do when it comes to, you know, uh, your life. Cause you got you forever or as long as you're, you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> Not forever, yeah. I don't know. That's very, that's very, very true. Yeah. Um, thank you, Marissa, for being yeah, No, here. thank you. Like I didn't even realize that we were at an hour already. Holy I know God. it went by so fast. I through. enjoyed this. And like, again, like it's so important to talk about. So I thank oh, you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There we, yeah, this is a topic that can be talked about like for hours, for hours yeah. and hours and hours. Yeah. Um, but so I'll probably have Marissa back to talk about <laughs> it. We'll do a two point. I'll be here. Um, but you know, I know we didn't get obviously did not get to all her youtube videos <laughs> right here in the banner oh where's my finger right here in the banner streaming across like you can find her and her stuff and please like check out her channel like for all like her self-love videos like there's a lot of different things that you can try and it's great because she's obviously going to be <laughs> trying them with you <laughs> yes um, so it's really cool it's a really cool experience 
Thank you again, Marissa, for being so vulnerable and sharing with us. To see her work, you can find her on TikTok and Insta as Rissa May Rocks, R-I-S-S-A-M-A-Y-R-O-X. And you can find her on YouTube as Marissa Rojas, M-A-R-I-S-S-A space R-O-X-A-S. <laughs> I'll put that down in the description box below. Thank you listeners for being so open to tough discussions. I hope this episode helps to heal your heart and that's why you are listening. I hope that for everyone, it reaffirms the importance of self-love. So until next time, take care of yourself so you're ready when it's your time to talk. Bye.